Peace, die owners. This is your host, Ibu the Annie Star, hosting this Dynamics podcast from Parts Unknown, New York City. Yeah, man, it's a late drop on a Tuesday, but yo, man, we here. We finally here. It's time for the NBA draft. Are you ready? I feel like some black superhero music, man. What do you think? Nick fans, a lot has happened since I dropped the podcast, man. Last drop was June 11th. The podcast was called Third Strike. On that podcast, I talked about the Durant injury. I talked about the Nets getting that second spot. And also talked about the possibility of um, R.J. Barrett getting drafted by Memphis. Now, all of this, you know, it's funny now because all this is a um, big topic of conversation um, in the Knicks realm. You know what I'm saying? Also, the Julius Randle and possibly D'Lo tandem in New York. You know, whether or not we should um, sign them for, like, the full max or whatever. I talked all about that in the last couple podcasts, actually. You know, so, so I, I just think I just think it's dope that um, that um, all these are coming out. Now, I wonder I wonder if um, some of these writers are using my podcast as a source. You know what I'm saying? Not to toot, toot my own horn, but, I mean, if you guys are listening, man, you know, shout me out. At least send me an email. At least like a post or something. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be if you're gonna be citing me for information. Anyway. So, I mean, like, Toronto, Toronto won a championship. That was dope, man. So, I think I think that might take Kawhi off the market because you just won a championship in Toronto. You're the king in Toronto. That, you know, nothing really changes if he leaves or not. I don't think, you know, the Toronto fans would be pissed off if um if uh, this guy decided to leave Kawhi, if he decided to leave Toronto. I don't think they would hold it against him because he already gave him the championship. So, I mean, they're already living their life right now. So, I mean, if um, Kawhi wanted to leave, you know, they wouldn't be mad. But um, you know, a lot of a lot of speculation about him coming to New York. You know, we got uh, what's that dude? Um, the wide receiver from um, the Vikings. You know, I mean, he's like a wide receiver, so but he he has the same um, agent as as um as these guys. You know what I'm saying? So he has like a like an inside kind of thing. So he said that like um, Kawhi would definitely give uh you know New York a chance as far as free agency and all that. And um, you know, of course, LA Clippers, you know, they're they're another playoff team, just like the Nets, borderline, whatever. So if they got Kawhi, they would definitely would be jumped to the um to the forefront as far as um the playoffs position. And you know, Golden State basically for at least for one season they're gonna be done because all they have is Steph Curry, Steph Curry and a bunch of role players. You know, you know they lost Clay, they lost um Durant. So you know the the West is wide open. They don't really have. Too many powerhouses over there. You got Houston. Houston, they're about to trade um, Chris Paul. There's a lot of stuff going on, man. So, you know, a lot of things can happen. But if, if um, Kawhi goes to, to the Clippers, you know, that, that definitely jumps them right ahead at the top of the um, at the top of the West. So that's, that's just dope, man. You know, you know, also, too, man, like we're talking about Julius Randle and um, D'Lo. Like, a lot of people don't like it. And a lot of people want to lowball the kids. But they both average 21 points a game. 21 points a game. Uh, seven assists for um for D'Lo. I think he had four rebounds, and then uh, Julius Randle Randall got um he averaged like eight rebounds and and three assists. You know, with the 21 points, all of them had great shooting percentages also. So, you know, it, it could be a fluke. You know, the one season they got the 21, or you know, it could be just their time. That um listen, Julius Randle is 24, and um the other kid um D'Angelo is is um is 22. 
You know what I'm saying? So maybe it's their time to shine right now. This is their league. They're, they're the young boys in this league now. All these guys that everyone wants, like um, Durant and um, LeBron. LeBron's over there in the L.A. These guys are in their 30s. Like, LeBron's like 34. You know, Durant's like 30, 31. By the time he comes back from injury, he'll be 32 going on 33. You know, so... Yeah, I, I stay on my ground with that whole um, Durant thing. I don't think the Knicks are so good that that we can just um, you know, pay thirty-eight million to a superstar just for them to sit for a year, because too many things have happened. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone, everyone cites um, Antonio McDice, but you know they always try to throw out that um, that he was built on all that athleticism and stuff like that. You know, but right after he left the Knicks, he went to I forgot where he went. He went to Detroit, I know. He went to he went to another no he went to the Spurs in Detroit, so he he went out there and resurrected his career and actually had a solid few seasons, you know playing pretty well you know he just wasn't jumping out the gym, but he still was a solid role player um you know for them actually starting and stuff I think for for um, San Antonio for a little while, so I mean you know these guys can come back, you know like I said um, Antonio McDice you know he 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 came back but you know the scenario with him. Is um we traded Camby and a couple other assets and we we brought him over from from Denver, and um he was hurt when we brought him over so we was expecting him to come back, so he did come back he came back he looked great in preseason he was jumping out the gym, and then just off a simple putback dunk he fucking shattered his on um, the same knee that um that he had um injured, so now what if that happens what if um you know cause cause um Durant's injury was was a non-contact injury all he did was step his foot down and and, and um you could see that his Achilles popped. So what if um, Durant comes back, you know, fully, you know, recovered, maybe takes the whole year off, and then um, the following season, the the 2020-21 season, let's say, um, let's say he comes back, and um, in the preseason, the same thing happens to him. He makes a little little move, or maybe jumps and lands, and it, and um, the Achilles ruptures again. Then what are we gonna do? Now we sign this kid for not kid, he's a grown man. Now we sign this grown man for like um, for like 38 million, probably four years. I mean, this is ridiculous, you know. Then, then we'll have a guy on the shelf, you know, going into his um, second second year now, possibly still injured, third year, possibly still injured, and we just wasted money. And now we are, are we getting better? What well, this guy's hurt? You know, another guy to to um, think about is um, Grant Hill. You know, Grant Hill had multiple surgeries on his ankle, and um, you know, the thing with him, it was supposed to be a routine kind of um, ankle surgery, but he ended up getting a staph infection. You know, so, so you know, what I'm saying. So, what if um, um, Durant has complications with his um, Achilles, and then he go had to go back in there again for another um, for another operation, and he um, gets a staph infection? Then what? We already paid the guy 38 million for X amount of years. They, you know, they're looking at maybe maybe four years. So, I mean, you're talking about a guy that's like 31 now. You're gonna pay him for four more years. At the end of his contract, he's gonna be 35, 35, 36. You know, there's there's a lot of super um, Durant fans, and they try to say that like. Yo, he's um he's like he takes care of his body, he has good determination, all this other stuff. I mean, you know, whatever, man. The guy's the guy's injured. You don't know um what's in this guy's head. You know, of, of course, you know, best case scenario is that, you know, he just kills himself the same way um Cousins did and just comes back. You know, but look at Cousins. Cousins had had so many setbacks, you know. He had the Achilles and then he had a quad problem, calf problem. You know, you're always gonna have problems with that leg, no matter no matter how hard you rehab. Because you could rehab, 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 but once you get on the court and start playing these games, 82 game seasons plus like 16, um, 16 wins in the, in the playoffs. I mean, come on, man. You know, that's a lot of games that these guys got to play. 
So, I mean, coming off of a major injury like that, it's not guaranteed that these guys are just going to be injury-free. And um, the Knicks are not Knicks are not that good to be to be um, um, holding players like that. And um, you're asking a lot of a superstar to waste a year of their life because okay, we signed Durant. Okay, I'll, I'll come to the Knicks, you know, knowing that Durant is in the um, is in the um, you know scrap heap at the moment. And then the the following year, you know, he'll be back and then whatever. But you know, you're gonna waste a year of your career losing most more than likely. You know, and, and you know if the Knicks are losing in the beginning, then we're gonna have to start tanking to try to get a better chance at a high pick. You know, so you know, th th does a superstar want to do that? Who would want to do that? You know, unless you really, really, really like like um, Durant like that. Now, um, you know, we talk about people that like Durant. You got Kyrie. Kyrie right now he's on rumored to go to to Brooklyn, and in my opinion, I think he might go to the Lakers because the Lakers have a full spot open for him. You know, right after this um, AD trade. You know, which is another big old topic of conversation. I'll, t I'll talk about that in the next segment. I'm just kind of ranting right now, you know. But anyway, let's just get into it. Go right into the next segment. Yep, the AD trade. AD finally gets traded to the Lakers. Now, they traded him for, uh, what's the kid's name? Uh, Brandon Ingram. Lonzo Ball, uh, I keep forgetting the other kid's name too. This kid from um, Villanova, and um, they also traded um, that number four pick and a couple future uh, first round picks. You know, three all together. Um, that's a good trade, man. That's 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 what you trade for a guy like AD. You know, like the the different um, packages they had, like for like the Knicks. The Knicks were gonna have to trade all their young guys plus draft picks. Look at what look at what the Lakers did. Of course, you got to trade some young guys, but um, they didn't they didn't trade like like all of their key young guys. You know what I'm saying? You know, Brandon Ingram is nice. You know, you can't front Brandon Ingram is nice. Lonzo Ball is nice, and um, the other kid I can't think of, can't get his name right now. So I'm not gonna look him up. But um, he he's pretty good too. He, he's um borderline a starting um shooting guard, but definitely a solid backup shooting guard. So I mean, you know, you add that to um Drew Holiday over there. And um, I believe they still got um, uh, Miritic. Miritic, I think, might be a free agent, though. But, um, you know, you, you get these guys, and these guys are ready to run. Zion. <laughs> How can I forget Zion? And then if they manage to trade that um, that uh, fourth pick to move up to the second pick, then they're going to get RJ. So you're talking about Zion, uh, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, add uh, RJ Barrett to that mix. And then um, whoever center they got over there, whoever they, whoever they're gonna throw in their center, and um, you got a good team over there, nice young team, and Lonzo Ball's gonna be running, and he's gonna have the um, horses to run with. So I mean, they're good money over there. Now back to the Lakers. The Lakers they went and got LeBron. They got you know now they now they got AD, and now they have like a second spot. Right now they they don't they don't really have um, the money yet, but um, you know as the draft um, persists, then they start to. Um, to like not extend these qualifying offers and and um, start renouncing players, they'll start to um, get close to like um, the key number to get another max player. So I mean, max player, like I said in the last segment, I think that I think Kyrie's that guy. You know, Kyrie realized going to Boston that um, you know getting his own team that was a mistake. You know, so he's gonna need to um, fall back on some other guys. So you know, LeBron for like the last you know decade and a half has been like the greatest player out there and um he's proven to um to carry teams at times but um ad 
is um basically the perfect player to have with a declining LeBron because he's gonna um clean up everything else because AD does everything grabs rebounds runs the floor shoots threes you know block shots he does everything he scores inside he can score outside you know I mean the kid does everything so playing next to LeBron is gonna um you know make LeBron's um, decline look um, less obvious you know and then you just throw um Kyrie in there to clean up the you know to pick up the pieces I know um Kawhi is linked to um, to LA and um and also Kemba Kemba's linked to LA I don't think Kemba goes to LA Kemba doesn't strike me as a, as a LA kind of guy you know so um you know and Kyrie Kyrie to me he's the only one that that really strikes me as like a dude that's, that's gonna want to go to LA because he wants to build his brand up you know do the movies and this that and the other so I think him going to LA would be really good for for Kyrie because uh, even though Boston is like a um, Boston is kind of like a um, like a, a major you know major team but, not, but it's not New York and it's not um, the Lakers as far as like um, you know infrastructure with movies and things like that but um, you know I just think I just think Kyrie's coming you know because they just got rid of um, Lonzo Ball so they they short a point guard so I think Kyrie's definitely gonna be the one. It's gonna be signing with the Lakers, so just you know, we just gotta tune in and wait and see for that. Now I mentioned LeBron before in this podcast, you know, and I, you know, talk about how he, um, you know, with the decision, the reason why people were mad, the reason why I was mad, it was because that it wasn't the fact that um, he didn't come to the Knicks or whatever. It was, it was the fact that he stranglehold the league. You know, a, a lot of um, teams uh, gutted their rosters for the opportunity to try to get LeBron to come in, and they went to go all of them, Bosh, Wade, they all went to every team to interview. To see if um you know how it how it could work or whatever, but um it was already the writing on the wall, you know after the fact you see that um that it was all Miami you know Pat Riley got that third spot and um the rest was history, you know because no other team could get the could get a third spot you know clearing out three spots for teams was um is impossible. The only reason why the um Miami could do it is because Wade became a free agent. And um, they they just traded everybody basically. You know they had draft picks and stuff like that. You know that's that's really all they had on the roster. They traded everybody. You know what I'm saying? You know only Pirati could do something like that. You know and still whatever. So I mean you know the fix was in with that. So you know the rest is history. So you know I'm not, I'm not really mad. At, you know like I said LeBron for going to Miami, but it was just the fact that you um, stranglehold the league. Half the league had um had gutted their rosters. And then once um, three superstars went to the same team, everybody else was scrambling, including the Knicks. You know, we got uh, Mari, and then we had to trade half the roster to get um, Melo because Dolan didn't want to wait. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 what that was. But you know, now this is a, this is a new era, Scott Perry era. You know, we're not we're not gonna trade half the team for one player. You know, and I really hope that we don't sign Durant. Just to hold him for a year, because if um Durant really wanted, wanted to come to the um to New York, he can um he could just accept his um because he's he's um he has a player option, he could just keep his option for the one year, stay, you know, with his thirty one million in um in Golden State, rehab his leg, and then um next all season come to the Knicks. Knicks can still hold on to their money, you know we you know we can um build our our roster that we want to, maybe even tank again if the, if need be. If you don't if you don't um sign two two players, we could just tank. Or we could just sign. Let's say, okay, for let's say we get um Julius Randle and um and D'Lo. We could sign them for like um twenty a piece. You know, that's ho- hopefully you know they take it because it's all about the market. You know, especially um D'Lo. D'Lo is a restricted free agent, so you have to wait for someone to give him an offer. So the Knicks might be might be inclined to um to offer them, you know, you know, offer D'Lo twenty. 
you know so like if that that's if um, Kyrie, you know Kyrie signs with Brooklyn instead of the Lakers then of course they're not going to keep D'Lo so then you you try to just offer him whatever you know and see if he if he takes it they like you just automatically just don't max him out and and kill the market you know what I'm saying you let somebody else do that anyway you got to be you know well let me just just keep keep this moving let's let's say we um we um drafted um, not drafted um signed uh, Julius Randle and um, D'Lo both for 25 mil. So that's uh, 50 mil right there. You still got 20 something left. So I mean, you could you could f um, finagle the roster in some in in a different way to try to squeeze out another you know 30 whatever to get um, Durant here. So I mean, you know, you just do what you got to do. But I mean, I really I really you really can't just waste money on, on injured players, man. This is something that I just not I'm just not interested in. And I really hope the Knicks don't do that. Well, anyway, you know, you know, as far as like the Lakers, you know, I, I'm glad that they that they um got AD, and I hope they get that third player, and I hope they you know round out the roster. They might end up just using that money to round out the roster too, but um, you know, I just hope I hope they do that because I want the Lakers to do well. I want them to um, you know, because it it just makes the league better. So I mean, like, if the Lakers, you know get their team to, to the to the finals. I want the Knicks to be right there too to get to get a team to the finals because, you know, the Knicks and Lakers went went on when the Knicks won their two championships, they both was against the Lakers. You know, so that's like a, a nice little rivalry. You know, thirty, forty, <laughs> whatever, fifty years later or whatever the hell, you know what I'm saying? You might might think it's funny, but whatever man, that's what it is. The Knicks haven't won in a long time. Not not every team has won. You know, Toronto just won their first championship. You know what I'm saying? So not everybody could be so so lucky to um to win every single year. Cause that's not how it works. There's 30 teams in the NBA right now. Yeah, man. So yeah, I just I just hope everything works out, and uh, the Knicks could, could um could um catch this wave and be able to compete with these young guys. You know, especially with Philly and this and the other. Yeah. Let's talk about this kid, John Moran, man. Yeah, we um I haven't talked about him in a while because I've been like really like hypnotized by this whole RJ Barrett thing. I really want a solid shooting guard, even though I know we got Alonzo Trier, there's a chance that he might actually um take that um starting spot. But uh, you know, RJ Barrett to me is um is more solid, you know, whatever. And then RJ Barrett excuse me, um Alonzo um uh, Trier is more of like a um you know, super sub kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I could be wrong about that. You know, he could be just just be a straight up starter. He might be like a Zach Levine kind of thing rather than a Lou Williams, the way everyone's talking about. But um, you know, there, there's um the Chris Haynes podcast. It's um it's on Yahoo Sports. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play his um his um interview with uh, John Morant. What's what's your what's your natural position? Do you have a natural position, or are you just a basketball player? I'm a point guard. You're a point guard, huh? God. Oh, excuse me, point guard. <laughs> excuse me, I missed that. Point guard. Yeah. That's that's the difference between a point guard and a point guard. Yeah. What what makes you a point guard, Ja? Um, the ability to not only make plays for me, but also my teammates, mm -hmm. and um, just everything I bring to the table. Honestly, um, I try to play all around game and do whatever I can to help my team win. I ain't no coward on the real yeah, That's an old clip. I know you guys heard that before. But I had to play the clip just to make the point that um, John Moran is a very confident dude, man. You know, he's he's um he's a point guard, just like he said. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's a talent that you haven't seen in the NBA in a while. You know what I'm saying? We, we got a couple guys that are similar to him. You got Westbrook, and then you got the other kid that's um that's in Sacramento right now. Uh, you know, they're very similar to um to this kid. But I mean, 
there's not really a lot of point guards like him. And if you, if you have a chance to to grab him, you know, I mean, you know, next year you, you got um Greg Anthony's boy, Cole Anthony, he's about to come into the league too. So he's gonna be another guy, man. But you know, the Knicks Knicks um if you got a chance to, to get a player of that caliber, you know, you gotta you gotta go for him, you know what I'm saying? But you know, it, from my opinion, uh, getting getting John Moran just gives the Knicks too many problems, man. We got Dennis Smith Jr. and um, just the whole point guard stuff. Like as soon as we get John Moran, we're gonna have to change our roster to um, to um, fit John Moran. We're gonna make a couple roster moves to um, to to clean it up a little bit. In my in my opinion, if you get RJ Barrett, RJ Barrett just slides right into that two guard spot, and that's just, you know exactly what we need. And I think RJ is gonna be a twenty point a game scorer. Now you add um you add Ja, of course we're gonna get better, man. I think Ja has a potential to be a twenty point a game scorer. I got, I think he has a potential to be one of those um triple double um threats in this new NBA with um all the three pointers and stuff like that and the high rebounds and stuff. Uh you know, Ja Moran has a potential to get uh triple doubles and stuff like that. You know, pushing the ball and whatever. So if you think of it that way, you put like if you don't get RJ Barrett then the absolutely count on um Alonzo Trier to be the shooting guard. So you got John Moran and Alonzo Trier the shooting guard. Those boys are gonna run. And uh, you know Trier plays a little point guard too. You know, he's a good passer, great ball handler. So you got those two guys in the backcourt, you know, you better watch out. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of ankles being broken. And um they're gonna be flying up and down the break. And then you got Knox on one side and you got uh Mitch Robinson on the other side. So, you know, it's gonna be a lot of face to the corner for the three for for Knox and a lot of alley oops for both of them. You know, so the only thing we would need is is a power forward. Now, um, you know, I already mentioned um, Julius Randle. We got all this money to spend. So um, just to reiterate, also too, man, like like um, teams have to spend ninety percent of their cap in order to um, meet the um, NBA standards or whatever. So the the Knicks basically got got to sign. You know, not no mathematician, but you get if they have seventy million, you figure about you know sixty something, sixty something million got to spend in order to um, meet the requirements and stuff. So I mean, you know, if we, if we draft these guys, we're still gonna have to sign people. So of course we got DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan, we might just sign him to a one-year deal just to um, eat up the the cap, you know. And then um, but even if we do that, you know, uh, a guy like uh, you know Jordan, you know, he's he's um he's not gonna command a lot, uh, like like thirty something mil. But even even if we pay him for one year just to hang around, you know, we we're still gonna have like. 30 something mil left to fool around with so. so it's gonna be a very interesting offseason man you know but you know like I said if we get John Moran I'm gonna be a little disappointed but I mean we can't lose man because we got like all these um guys but Dennis Smith if we get John Dennis excuse me Dennis Smith Jr. is definitely gonna be on the uh, on the trading block now you, you see Dennis Smith out there you know promoting um you know, Under Armour and stuff. You know, it's all it's all good to to promote your your brand and stuff like that. But um, you know, you don't really see too many NBA players um running around in the city. You know, selling merchandise like that. You know, hands on selling merchandise like that. So it's kind of weird, you know. So I you know I hope the kid is like focused on basketball and the kid like like um John Moran. Uh, John Moran doesn't strike me as a kid that's gonna be doing something like that. He's gonna be one of those dudes, you know, like locked in trying to bust ass. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, like I said, like bringing John just is gonna bring that little headache, you know. And I, you know, I'm, I'm tired of Frank. <laughs> Every episode, I try not to go on a Frank rant, but um, Frank is not not one of my favorite guys, man. So I hope he's gone too. But we're already trying to get rid of Frank, you know. So having to get rid of Frank and Dennis Smith in the same off seasons will be it's gonna be kind of annoying, you know. But you know, 
we still can keep uh, Dennis Smith uh, as a guy coming off the bench. I don't like the idea of having him as a, as like a shooting guard because he's not really a shooting guard. He's one of these new age point guards that um, Dennis Smith, if he had the green light, he's basically um, you know uh, Campbell Walker or basically Kyrie or any of these point guards. Basically, um, you know Curry. All these guys, they they're just ball dominant guys. They just want to uh, shoot and pass if they can't make the shot. You know, so, you know, John Moran is not, definitely not one of those type of guys. So, I mean, I'm very excited, man. So, e either way, you know, either way, if you get RJ, I really want RJ. But if um, these guys, you know, especially the Pelicans, move up to the um, to the second spot, making those trades. Or maybe if Atlanta, because Atlanta really wants RJ. So, if Atlanta moves up to that third spot, I mean, to that second spot, then um, then John Moran is ours. Now, Atlanta, Atlanta is bugging out. They got three um, draft picks. You know, in my opinion, just keep the three draft picks and fill out your roster. But they they really want RJ, so they on they on the fence. They they just they um they they trying to get. They actually offered the Knicks the eight and the and the ten pick for the for the third pick just for the chance to get um RJ. Knicks of course declined it. You know, so Memphis Memphis um where what the hell is Memphis doing? Memphis doesn't need a point guard, and um you know they they probably could use um you know RJ Barrett. But um, getting the eight and ten kind of makes more sense for what they want to do, so they will be able to fill out their roster. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be, it's gonna be interesting, man. I can't wait to the freaking draft, and you know, man, I, just, I just can't wait. I just it just needs to happen so we can just move on. You know, uh, it's a lot of stress this off season. So what do you guys think of this podcast, man? Do you, do you guys enjoy? It? You guys like listening to it? I'm getting a little bit of feedback on on um, on uh, Twitter. And um, Instagram, I'm, I'm basically on Instagram mostly, most, mostly Instagram first and Twitter second, you know, and then uh, Facebook, you know, fa Facebook is my baby, but I haven't, I haven't really been neglecting Facebook lately. I'm going to try to interact with Facebook a little bit more, but, uh, you know, hit me, hit me up with some feedback, guys, man. I was getting a lot, a lot, a lot of feedback in the beginning, but now it's starting to taper off, so I still, still would like to know what you guys think about how, how can I improve and stuff like that. I took, I took some of the ideas into um into consideration you know to the podcast hope you guys appreciate that but um you know i i, I still want to continue to um to improve you know this is not the only thing that i do you know i also have like a day job so you know i really you know it's a lot of like time that, that you have to put in um, for this thing just to make it just to make it work but um you know I'm, I'm really open to suggestions and stuff like that man you know like i know a lot of people like to have guests and stuff like that but um you know i'm really um saving i've been saving my um the podcast for for two people in, in particular and I, I use one guy um uh josh Manaloa. that's my man right there man we work we work together and um he's like uh he's a he's just a dope dude man we, we did a podcast together and it was pretty it was pretty funny we had a good time doing it but um we haven't really had a chance to um to really sit down and and um and um do it again because like like i said we both work hard like like two maniacs so you know we just you just be you just be tired, man. And you know, and you know, I'm a crazy dude. I like to do things, you know, late at night like, with no sleep, you know. And you know, you know, and I can't really expect him to to do you know do it at the, the hours that I do. Then um, another guy is my my brother-in-law, man. I'm trying to get my brother-in-law to uh, on this thing for the longest, man. He's a freaking psycho as far as the Knicks and stuff. So uh, you know, I think you guys would love him. And um, just um, just to hear us go back and forth because every time I see him, it's a podcast, you know. But you know I can't I can't um, record when I see him because we usually in, on a, on a family thing, man. But every time I see him, man, he's always like, yo, yo, yo. He always got something to say. So you know I I gotta get him on the podcast too. You know there's other guys too, other guys that 
you know, on um on um the internet out there that um that are doing podcasts and they're they're asking for collabs and this and the other, you know, you know, it's all about timing. You know, if if I can if I can link up with you guys, it'll be great to do it, man. But sometimes you just can't. But you know, I'm open to um to to do podcasts with anybody. So if you're listening and um you want to get down on the segment, just hit me up on Instagram. Instagram I'll answer probably quicker than um than anything else. You know what I'm saying? You can also hit me up on um on the email. I have an email tab on Instagram and also Facebook has an email tab and I believe Twitter has an email tab as well. But um like I said, just hit me up on um on Instagram. I'll 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 answer you right away. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, anything, any kind of collab, whether it be like, you know, promotional things or just to get up in and um chop it up about a subject or whatever or something that you um let's say something that um that, that you don't like what I said or or whatever, you just just hit me up, you know, and I'll and I'll, I'll shout you out. I have no problem shouting anybody out, man. This is all it's all fun to me. This is all about being in, being a Nick fan and just enjoying our fandom, meeting new people and and just um sticking together. Now I had a conversation today about about um about sports and we we, we actually brought up the Rangers. Now if you yeah, I never been to a Ranger game, but um I used to work on Thirty Fourth Street, so I used to come through Penn Station all the time. And then um if there's a Ranger game, you always could tell because there's like hundreds of um Ranger fans in you know in Penn Station just chilling. You know what I'm saying? It, it, like. All these hundreds of people can't all like be family or friends and stuff like that. These are all people that they met in the stadium, and you know, these guys became friends throughout the, over the years. So it's an amazing thing. Like you see the guys out there, they all drinking their beer. You, you know, Penn Station, you can drink beer and stuff. So they all drinking beer. Everybody got the Rangers, um, you know, uniform on, and they just all just chopping it up. Like I'm talking about hundreds of people, man. And then you see them walking in the streets, and you see them going into the garden. Everybody's so happy and everybody's like hey man yo hey what's up hey bro you know like that type of thing you know like people are just so happy to see each other now i want the knicks knicks to get back to that you know i feel like this like nick fans are still in hiding now i see a lot of fans out there wearing the gear they starting to wear the gear again they starting to walk with a little bit of pride but um we need to have some camaraderie together man you know what i'm saying we need to be like 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 how we used to be and like if he was a nick fan it was like oh that says something because like, oh, i'm a nick fan too and then you know you would chop it up, give um give the dude a pound or whatever, and show love, and then you just break out, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe like yo, you know I, I got I got a group over here, or we gotta like um we we um go to this bar to check it out. This is what we used to do, but I feel like Nick fans don't do that anymore. You know Yankee fans are kind of arrogant, so they they have like a whole different kind of thing. Mets fans are kind of cool. Mets fans they kind of stick together too, but they like they they like um they kind of a cautious fan, kind of a sad fan in a way. You know, but, you know, we need to, you know, the Knicks are like, are like the best team in New York. You know, even though the Yankees got all the championships like that. But as far as a fan base, Knicks fan base is the best fan base. So, man, we need to get linked up and get up get up with each other like we used to. Like, you know, I mentioned UltimateKnicks.com once before. But, you know, back in the days, like, say, oh, you know, in the beginning, like, 03, 05, something like that. We um, we had got together. We just went to, like, a restaurant. This I'm talking about an internet forum. We were on an internet forum. And we just showed up. At a restaurant in um, you know I want to say Midtown. That's Midtown area, and um, we sat there and nobody said nothing to each other. But we all know that we uh, we, you know, we all agreed to meet there. And then somebody jumped up. All right, come on, man. Everybody introduce yourself. So we just started shooting out our handles from um from Ultimate Nicks, and we're like, oh. So you know all that talking, talking, talking shit online. Now we're in person. So you know it, it ended up ended up being like the best thing. Because a lot of us, you know, for, for that time frame, we all became great friends, man. And then just something happened, like, you know, throughout the years. I, I want to say after the Isaiah era 
And uh, you know, once we got like mellow and this and the other, as soon as like mellow came around, I feel like everything got got all distorted and stuff like that. That Phil came and that just totally <laughs> destroyed everything. You know, everybody went back into hiding and stuff, man. But this is like a new day, man. Everybody got to get there, got to get together and just get it back like how we used to be, man. You know, that that's that's my that's my wish wish for Nick fans, man. Like, you know, like I said, man. You know, I like doing this podcast thing, and if you enjoy, you know, hit me up, man, and we we can um we can make this make things happen. Now I'm in um I'm also in a, um in an Instagram group with a bunch of guys and hearing the guys talk and stuff. You know they got the right idea with a lot with with a lot of things, but I mean I feel like we could do more. And um you know I'm trying to um, brainstorm my own thoughts before I can really like like um drop it drop my idea on a, on a group like that. But um yeah, but the gist of it, man, we just need to just stay together, man. As Knicks fans, man, this is what it is. You know, life is hard. You know, but. Being a Knicks fan shouldn't be harder than than real life, and you know a lot of times it could be. You know, being a Knicks fan could be harder than real life, man. But this is supposed to be something that we do in our spare time. So um, you know, we gotta we gotta do it to the fullest, man. We gotta bring it, make it positive and just link up and just be and be a family. You know, be a family like the Rangers fans, man. That's 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 what it's all about. Yeah, man, Dynamics Podcast. You already know what it is, man. The draft is on the is on the twentieth, so um, I'm gonna be at Clyde's Wine and Dine. I'll be there. I'll be looking for my man um, DJ Irv. That's my boy there. You know, you might notice, you might recognize the name from uh, my my Instagram stories, man. So I'll be there looking for him, hanging out with my man DJ Irv. Uh, I should be there with John from the Lower. He should be there. I'm trying to get Pat, my um, my stepbrother Pat. My, excuse me, I'm a stepbrother. My brother-in-law Pat to be down there with me too, so I should have a little little crew, you know, a couple other guys too from from uh, from the net should be there. Omnifan, uh, Omnifan girls, said so they they might pop up, so you know we're gonna make it a little party, man. They got five dollar beers. I'm gonna be knocking down them joints, big time. You know what I'm saying? So if you're out there, man, you see me, see me, say what up. I should have my my diehard next gear on. Uh, more than likely a t-shirt or maybe like on oh, my hoodie or whatever, depending on what the weather's gonna be like. But, um, you know, I'll be out there. You see that diehard Knicks, you know, roll up to me and say, what up, man? You know, let me know if you like the podcast. Let me know if, um, you know, you know, if, if you, what things you think I should change or I should try or whatever. Just just hit me up. Let me know, man. It's all about the Knicks. It's all about the Knicks family, Nick gang. Like I said in the last segment, man, just make it happen, man. This is what it is. Knicks fans, we got to stick together, man. So, yeah, man. Thank you for listening. And I, I'll see you guys on, on Thursday. Um, Clyde's Wine and Dine. Clyde's supposed to be there. And um, LJ's supposed to be there. They're supposed to be hosting the event. So should be great, man. I really can't wait. Now, I, I wish I wish the Clyde's Wine and Dine had a bigger court, man. I know they have like a VIP area kind of in the back. And they got like that one that one court. So, I mean, it's going to be a madhouse. The place is kind of big. It has like a little hallway where you can kind of hang out on, on the little walkway. And um, they have like a pit with like a like a bar. And they have a side area where they usually have tables and stuff like that. So I mean, it should be crazy, man. I don't know how they're gonna do it. I don't know if they're gonna take all the um, tables out or or whatever. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but they're gonna. They, a lot of people are gonna be going to Clyde, um, Clyde's Wine and Dine. So I'm gonna try to get there as early as I can. But you know, like I said, man, I'm gonna be there with my people, man. I'm gonna have my dire next gear on, man. And um, let's make it a party, man. If you like, I said, if you see me out there, you know what to do. Four fingers to the forehead, tuck in that thumb, and salute. Salute a real diehard. Yo, man.
I'll see you out there. Peace, Nick fans. This is a Gorilla Podcast Network production.